celebrating classics and creating new ones. Only on the Music Vibes Podcast. Now, here's your host, DC Hendrix. This is the Music Vibes Podcast, sponsored by Neat 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 Records and Music, located at 1836 South Calhoun Street in downtown Fort Wayne. Neat 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 stocks LPs and CDs across all genres and is an authorized dealer of Ortofone, Audio Technica, Emotiva, Wharfdale, Project, and more. Please visit neatneatneatrecords.com for more information. This is the Music Vibes Podcast. I am your host, DC Hendricks. Just wanted to send a special thank you out to our beautiful sponsors, both Neat 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 Records and Music and the Clyde Theater. Uh, fantastic sponsors that we have on this podcast to make it possible for us to record and have this podcast ready for you guys each and every week. Just wanted to send a special thank you out to both of them. The Clyde Theater I actually got to attend a concert there last week. I got to see a Grateful Dead tribute. They're called Dark Star Orchestra. So I actually got to go to the Clyde Theater to check out the show absolutely love going to the Clyde Theater each and every night one of the best venues that I've ever been to and easily the best in terms of atmosphere lighting and and the acts that they bring especially in the city of Fort Wayne Indiana so really enjoyed that show be sure if you can catch a show at the Clyde Theater I highly advise you to do so we're going to be giving away some tickets so be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Music Vibes Podcast just search us you'll find us I'm at DC Hendrix and also search our sponsors Nini Records and Music and the Clyde Theater and let them know how much you guys appreciate this podcast you want to follow them as well because not only do they have great music at the Clyde Theater but Nini Records and Music has all the music that you need for your music pleasures so thanks so much for the sponsors so we got a big week this week um we're going to be talking 2020 rock and roll hall of fame nominations they all came out earlier this week and obviously each and every year this always gets my attention it gets me talking i gotta start off once again they have snubbed the monkeys i'm gonna keep bringing that up every year that they are snubbed i still feel like this is absolutely ridiculous that the monkeys are not in the rock and roll hall of fame you got hip-hop groups but you don't have the monkeys i understand how a lot of people feel about them they started off as a tv show band they didn't even play real instruments they eventually did and have more hits than the people that are getting inducted i mean i look at this hall of fame nominations list for this year i'm like the monkeys have a better greatest hits albums than all of these guys put together i just don't understand it just it just kind of frustrates me a little bit there's just so many bands that are overlooked and the rock and roll hall of fame obviously we've expressed our frustration on here before but this year they got a little bit better there are some better names this year um there are a couple not, not really any surprises but there are a couple names that i mean if they are surprising it's that they're eligible uh, you know it's making me feel a little bit old myself i know the older people are like really really listening right now uh, but you know and just going through the nominations so these are the nominations for this year at least a few um, so there were 16 artists that were nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame inductions um, and the nominations include pat benatar Dave Matthews Band, the Doobie Brothers. (laughs) 
Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, Soundgarden, T-Rex, and Thin Lizzy. The boys are back in town. also a couple more as well that i'm not a whole lot familiar with um so i'll leave those ones alone but these are the main ones that headline uh this year's nominations for the 2020 rock and roll and fame nominations so a couple on this list that stand out to me that i think are sure ins um i honestly think whitney houston being on this probably guarantees her in i would say nine inch nails is probably going to get in notorious big will probably get in sound garden will probably get in so those are just a few that come off the top of my head those are just guesses but in terms of my five and if you are a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and you have a login and everything, you can pick five of your picks, your five artists that you would pick for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. So my five that I chose, I thought it was a no-brainer. I actually chose the Doobie Brothers was my number one pick. I feel like they're another band that's really overlooked and you don't have many, you know, bands from the early 70s from that era that are still out making music, still touring and still sound absolutely fantastic. I know they toured with Santana uh, earlier this summer and they had a fantastic show, heard nothing but great things about it. So the Doobie Brothers have to be number one for me. Um, I say Notorious B.I.G. is on my list. Um, I got Soundgarden, Todd Rundgren, and Pat Benatar would be my five. But obviously, I mean, you have Dave Matthews Band in there. You got Winnie Houston in there. Um, you have Thin Lizzy. You have T-Rex. I mean, there's some great bands in here. You got Rufus featuring Shaka Khan once again, returning from last year like Todd Rundgren. So hopefully one of them gets in. I really do hope so. I mean, it's... You know, it's it's tough to get be nominated, you know, more than once and just not get in. I know LL Cool J had his chance. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to be joined by Al Shipley. He has a fantastic article up at Spin.com, one of my personal favorite websites. But he has an article up on Spin.com. It actually posted just two days ago. So it was on Tuesday when this was posted, Tuesday, October 15th, when the nominations came out. He got it up pretty quick. But it's called Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020 Nominations, All the Surprises, Snubs, and Subtext. So we're going to be talking about who was snubbed. Once again, this year for the 2020 class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations, we also will talk about the ones that are getting nominated this year and talk about who's most deserving, who will get in, our favorites, and will the people that get in, are, are they different from our favorites? So Al Shipley is going to be joining us here on the podcast. And of course, like every week, at the end, we're going to drop the needle on a new song that I want you guys to hear this week, kind of like a new vibe of the week. But our segment is actually called Drop the Needle. So we will end with that on this podcast like we do each and every week. Week, a feature we started just a few weeks ago. So before we bring Al on, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing to keep up to date and leave us a review. We appreciate that kind of stuff. We've been getting a ton of those lately, and it means a lot to us and the station and our sponsors that you guys stay engaged with this podcast and let us know how you guys feel, your favorites from the episodes, and everything else. So we appreciate that. So leave us a review on iTunes came across this article on spin.com and this is a writer that I actually been following luckily that you know I always look at the author to see you know who's writing the article um, whose opinion is it in and whose point of view is it from and I'm looking at spin.com and I see this rock and roll hall of fame 2020 nominations all the surprises snubs and subtext and it was written by none other than Al Shipley who was joining us here on the Music Vice podcast right now to talk 2020 rock and roll hall of fame nominations and snubs Al thanks for joining Thanks for having me. 
Awesome, man. I'm really glad to bring you on here. And you're a fantastic writer that I've been following for a while. So it's awesome to finally bring you on here. We have definitely something and a lot to talk about here with the Rock and Roll 2020 nominations being released as of Tuesday afternoon. Now, there's 16 artists and uh, the list includes Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails uh, for the nominations um, and just kind of dig into those. So did any of these nominations surprise you to start off? Um, yeah, I mean, there was definitely some stuff that surprised me, like uh, Thin Lizzy. I love one of my favorite bands of the 70s that, you know, just aren't quite famous enough necessarily to, to be an instant Hall of Fame thing. They've been eligible for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. So that was a really pleasant surprise. Um, and I wasn't sure if Soundgarden would get the nod because they've been eligible for like five or six years. And, you know, I would have thought maybe if Chris Cornell's death had an effect on it. They could have gotten nominated two years ago or one year ago, but this is their first time being nominated. So that was a pleasant surprise. I love Soundgarden. I think that'll be great. Mm-hmm. You know, better late than never, as always, with these things. Uh, so I'm really happy about that. Whitney Houston also, like, when I did this article for Spin about the nominations this week, this was kind of a follow-up to a couple weeks ago, Spin ran another article that was, suggesting 10 women that could be nominated because when Janet Jackson got nominated, got inducted earlier this year, she ended her speech saying induct more women in 2020. And so we were like, here's a bunch of suggestions. And they took, and then two of the people I suggested, Winnie Houston and Shaka Khan are in these nominations. And another one I didn't suggest, Pat Benatar. Um, mm. So that's that's been a pleasant surprise because uh, there, there are some that like, you know, I knew Notorious B.I.G. was going to yeah. be nominated. I kind of felt like, you know, Nine Channels has been nominated a lot. They might get nominated again. But uh, there were definitely some nice surprises. Yeah, and just kind of looking at this list, there's obviously a couple that stand out to me just to start off. That was my, that's always my number one reaction is, all right, who would I vote for? So I, th- I think you right. can, I think you get like five votes or something. So you get to vote yeah. vote for five. So just naming mine off the top and um, you, you you can feel free to name yours as well. Um, and then we can okay. dig in dig in a little bit more. But the Doobie Brothers for me, number one, long overdue. Um, I would say the Doobie Brothers, I'd go Notorious B.I.G., and then you could throw in people like Soundgarden. I, I think they'll get in. I honestly thought Todd Rundgren should have been in last year. So I'll probably go Todd Rundgren. And then after that, it gets a little bit difficult. I kind of bounce back and forth between Bat, Pat Benatar and Motorhead. I'd probably lean Pat Benatar just to give uh, her her the nod as well. But where would you lean? Um, I mean, as far as my favorites, I would definitely, like I said, Thin Lizzy and Soundgarden are ones I'm really rooting for, just bands I love. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting for you to say Doobie Brothers because I feel like they're they're one of those bands that they don't get a ton of respect. And I grew up on them and I love them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even necessarily say they would be in my top five, but it's cool to you know, it's definitely cool to see it because you know they're one of those bands that just you know you might think oh I know a couple songs by them and then people right. realize oh yeah you know a ton of these songs. Um, and and I like both eras. I like the Tom Johnson era and I like the Michael McDonald era. So it'd be cool to like have them. And, and and have both singers and all that stuff. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say as far as beyond Finlandy and Soundgarden, I'd really like to see uh, Notorious B.I.G. get in. It's interesting because, like, with hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, there there isn't really a hip hop Hall of Fame, and it's and it's and I think it's cool. You know, some people love it, some people hate it when hip hop gets into the Hall of Fame. But it's like so far we've had like five '80s groups, and now we're kind of getting into the '90s era of solo MCs. Mm-hmm. And 
for a long time, L. Cool J kept getting nominated, and I feel like he lost his chance. Like, he could have been inducted in the same era that Run DMC and Beastie Boys and Public Enemy were inducted, but since he didn't get in, now we're getting into, like, the really iconic 90s MCs, and I think L. Cool J missed his chance, which I think he should be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if Public Enemy's in there, L. Cool J should be in there. Okay. Um, but I'm totally fine with Tupac being the first solo MC in the hall, and I'm, I'd be fine with Biggie being the second. I mean... You can't argue with those guys um, being being deserving. Um, so yeah, like Thin Lizzy, Soundgarden, Pat Benatar, I would love to see in there. I'd love mm-hmm. to see Whitney Houston in there because yeah. again, it's like you already have all the other '80s pop icons in there. You have Madonna, you have Michael, you have Prince, That's right. um, you have Janet now, and George Michael. I'd like to see in there someday too. I think he yeah. he, he has the the respect level for that. And again, someone that you know. Unfortunately, them passing might help that. And same thing with Whitney. Um, I'm, I'm, I was kind of surprised Whitney didn't get uh, nominated sooner after she died. You know, it's been right. like, seven years. Um, so, yeah, Whitney and also, yeah, like I would say Thin Lizzy, Soundgarden, Biggie, Pat Benatar, Whitney. Okay. I like it. A nice solid five there. So so this is kind of where we translate to the snubs a little bit. This is what I brought you on for. This is always the big topic of discussion when you have the the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees when they first come out. That's the first reaction. Most people look at them, say, all right, who's my favorites? And then immediately after that, all right, who snubbed? And um, you nailed a couple in your article. I'll let you get into that in a second. But I wanted to bring this up. And this is something I've been wanting to ask a writer for a long time. I don't. So this is the first time I brought it up. I've had people ran on the hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on here a few times, including the one and only Gene Simmons from Kiss. He had his nice little rant oh, cool. on here. Yeah, he ran it on it a, a couple times and then pretty much hung up on me after his rant. So that's how that <laughs> went. That's how that went. Only Gene Simmons could do it that way. But uh yeah, so right. when I look when I think of one band that I feel like has been snubbed for a while, now you can correct me on this if I'm missing some kind of criteria that they don't meet. I understand that they started off more as a TV show, but I am a big fan of the music and i'm talking about a band from all the way back in the 60s the monkeys now the monkeys are not in the rock and roll hall of fame i know how some people feel about them i personally love their music and i feel like it's way overlooked how do you feel about the monkeys and do you feel they are being snubbed of the hall you know what i would agree with you i would say yeah the monkeys have a really interesting legacy because again you know there are a lot of bands like that of that, that reach that level there's no other like television band to reach that level, and obviously, you know, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, they weren't respected because they weren't playing their instruments at first, and eventually they did, and they become a real band, which is really cool. I think that's a great story. I mean, it's one of those things where people talk all the time about, oh, the Beatles were teen idols, and they became serious musicians, and the Monkees mm-hmm. arguably made an even bigger journey from, like, being totally fabricated band to being a real band. So I think that I think that would be cool to see. I agree. There's not a lot of 60s bands left that were that big, that aren't in the hall. So I think there's definitely an argument. I agree. That's the era I listen to the most in terms of music. So that's something I've been waiting to ask for a while. My producer's really young, so I don't I don't feel like he agrees or even knows what I'm talking about. So it's hard to talk to, <laughs> hard to talk to him about that. But yeah, just kind of good. So let's get into your snubs here. So um, as you you dug into a couple that I really wanted to highlight, you had Beck and Weezer and Oasis to lead your list. So who else? Kind of get into your snubs and why you picked them as your snubs. Okay, well, I mean, like, I brought up the bands that debuted in 1994 because that's the first year they're available, and the only, it kind of surprised me that um, the only two new first-time nominees 
um, that were first time eligible this year that they got were Notorious B.I.G. and Dave Matthews Band. I thought, you know, Dave Matthews Band certainly respected huge band, mm-hmm. but I, I thought maybe Beck, maybe Weezer might uh, might get the nod before they would. I say, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, you know, Weezer made a lot of bad albums. Oasis have broken up and feuded. You know, every all these artists who have been around for 25 years or more have had their ups and downs, and that does affect things. Like I think Smashing Pumpkins probably yes. would have gotten in a few years ago if they hadn't kind of tainted their legacy a little bit. So it's certainly it's one of those things where you you have to weigh their whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's like it's interesting because you know you get to the 90s and it's a lot more. You get all these different subcultures kind of coming together in alternative rock. Uh, so it's not like in the 60s and 70s where there was kind of more of a, a monoculture of, of what rock was and what was popular. Um, so so you're going to see more picking sides. You know, we've already gotten the really undeniable 90s bands in there. You've already got Green Day and Pearl Jam and, and, and Nirvana in there. So now it's kind of like, you know, I th- I, you know, I think Beck will get in there eventually because, you know, I mean, he he won a Grammy album of the year just like five years ago. I mean, yeah. he's still, you know, a really major artist. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, and I kinda, I mentioned other people like Korn, which I don't think, they're, you know, Rage Against the Machine hasn't gotten in yet, so right. I don't think Korn will get in. But it's, but it's still interesting to think about. There's a lot of artists that, that came out for the first time in 94 that uh, got passed over. Um, and people always bring up Motley Crue every year, but <laughs> I think the coolest thing about this set of nominations is that because you know, like the 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 party bands, the the the, the hair metal bands, and the and the the kind of fun '80s metal bands like Def Leppard and Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. they've had a good couple of years of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I think it's cool that this year the hard rock bands that you're seeing get a nod are like. Judas Priest and Thin Lizzy uh, and MC5 and T-Rex, you know, mm-hmm. like really respected, influential, you know, not, you know, 80s hair metal bands. So I thought that was really cool. I, I have no crocodile tears for, for Molly Crew. They might get in someday, but I don't really care. They're, they have some good songs, but who cares? <laughs> I was a little bit shocked that they didn't get a nod just because of how recent the movie came out, The Dirt. I know that yeah, was... Yeah, but you know what? Ten years ago, I would have thought that would be a big movie, but instead, just kind of came out on Netflix, and nobody cared. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was a little weird. Like when that book came out, I loved that book. It yeah. was really a fun, fascinating book. But uh, but I say feel like you know they lost their moment to really make that into a big event. Uh, you know, it came out you know in the year of like Bohemian Rhapsody and and Rocket right. Man, and nobody right. cared. Right. Yeah, it kind of got overlooked and. You kind of, I really like how you broke, you know, all the categories down in your article as well. So you have uh, major snubs where you all, where you have Beck, Weezer, Oasis, Corn, uh, even Outcasts, and then you kind of. So wait, I got to start there. So what what makes them major snubs instead of just snubbed? I mean, the thing is, I'm not that surprised by anyone that's been mm-hmm. eligible for a long time not getting in. Yeah. So I'm more interested in you know who's who's newly eligible. Um, and I don't really think Outcast was going to get in this year, but I think they will eventually. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like they want to really get in the foundational '90s rappers like uh, Biggie and Tupac, and then you'll start seeing, you know, Outcast. Maybe mm-hmm. I think Jay Z in a few years that'll be a no brainer. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, I'm fine with them inducting like one or two, one rapper every year, um, and still just kind of going back and getting all the. Uh, 
70s and 80s bands they missed too you know yeah and i've seen you you have this in your article as well and i've seen a couple people tweet about this so you talked about how many women could get in and i've seen a lot mm-hmm. of i've seen a lot of tweets before the actual nominations came out i've seen people talking about um you know whitney houston i see people talking about pat benatar even Aaliyah, and like you kind of talked about how many women could get in so how many women do you think can get in I mean, I, you know, the article I wrote a couple of weeks ago where I suggested 10 women, I was like, you know, it'd be great if they really took Jan Jackson's message of heart and just, you know, nominated like a ton and, and just, just inducted women one year. That would be a cool message. But obviously that's not going to happen. This year only three women got nominated. It'd be great if all three did, but I don't think they are. I think Whitney probably, Chaka Khan's been nominated a bunch of times with and without Rufus. And I don't think that's happening this year. Um, Pat Bandar, I think, you know, it's cool that it's her first time nomination. I think she has a chance. So I, I would say Wendy and Pat Bandar probably. It'll be great to have two again. Because there are some years where they have one, mm-hmm. some years where they have none at all. So it can go either way. Why about damn time for T Rex? You sound very excited about that. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, again, bands that have been around since the early 70s, like. Mm-hmm. T-Rex and Thin Lizzy, you know, they've been eligible for 25 years, and this is the first time those bands have been uh, even nominated. So, I mean, like, it's one of those things where there's also a bit of the, uh, you know, American bias of the hall, where, you you know, you kind of, there are certain British bands that are definitely going to get in, but there's a lot of bands that were just bigger in the U.K. than they were in America. That's true. So, you know. That's very true. Very true. And before I let you go here, so you gave you you gave me your favorites, your favorite five. So on who you think will get in, is that different from your favorites? Who would you think will get in? You know, I think, and, oh. and, and you know, there's so many that I would like to see in. So even like I didn't even put Nine Snails in my five, but I think they'll get in. Mm-hmm. I think they do want, you know, it's one of those things where you have to also look at the event. And it's like you, you need a headliner. You need a big band yeah. whose singer's still alive. They can play some hits and close out the night, you know. So it's interesting, you know. I don't really know who that will be. I feel like Nine Snails might be the best, the best perspective one. But you know, it's it's not as clear this year. It's not like it's uh, you know some years it's really obvious. This year's it's not. I think that's definitely something that they'll have to look into because obviously you have people like Whitney Houston on here, no longer with us. You have Notorious B.I.G. no longer with us. Soundgarden, obviously, uh, no Chris Cornell. So things can get a little difficult. I know you have some other things that you need to get to and tend to today, but I really appreciate you taking a few minutes, joining us and talking about the Rock and Roll 2020 Hall of Fame inductions. Look forward to your work. And if you guys are listening, scroll on down, click on his article. I have the link right below in the description. So click the link and check out the article in full. And Al, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll have to do this again. All right, yeah, love to. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much to Al Shipley for joining us here on the Musivize podcast. He has a fantastic article up for you guys to check out. Again, scroll on down. You can access the article. It's up at spin.com, and it's on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations for the 2020 class. Now, Shipley, really appreciate him coming on. So each and every week on this podcast, we end it with my new favorite segment. And it's the only segment that we have other than digging into our topic. But we're going to come up with some more of these. But our new favorite segment is Drop the Needle. And we started this a few weeks ago where we dropped the needle on a new jam a new vibe of the week for you guys to check out and usually it's very similar to the topic of the podcast so i tried to keep that you know in in thoughts as i drop the needle on the song of the week so to speak for music vibes podcast so this week's drop the needle without further ado they're coming out with the new album 
And this band has been building momentum towards the release of the new studio album in 13 years. Roger Daltrey and company have been preparing for this album for a while, and The Who is who I'm talking about. So this week's edition of Drop the Needle, The Who have released actually two singles that'll be on their new album, but I decided to pick this one because this one was actually just released actually just a couple of weeks ago. October 3rd, this single was released by The Who, and Drop the Needle for this week is All This Music Must Fade by The Who. Let's drop the needle. What's mine is mine, and what's mine is yours? Who gives a fuck? 
That'll do it for this week's edition of the Music Vibes Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites and leave us a review. Let us know what you guys are thinking of this fantastic show. A special thanks to both of our sponsors of the podcast, including Neat, Neat, Neat Records and Music and the Clyde Theater. Really appreciate both those sponsors. Be sure to check them out, especially if you're going to a show at the Clyde Theater. If you're going to a show in the city of Fort Wayne, be sure to check out the Clyde Theater. Fantastic shows if you're going to get some new records some new cds you want to hear some music as well um go ahead and go over to 1836 south calhoun street and visit neat and neat records and music and visit my friends morrison and danielle fantastic record shop so that'll do it for this week's edition and until next week everybody be sure to spread some peace and love podcasts by federated media podcasts by federated media